Yep. Oh, wait. All right. Whenever you're ready. Oh, what's that? All right, guys, welcome back. We are, it's this is podcast number 16. I'm Nick. I'm Brian. Uh, yeah, so, you know, this is our first post-holiday podcast after our week break that we take at the end of every season, but mm-hmm. also, you know, every Christmas, because there's that week between Christmas and New Year's where you're in a constant fog yeah. of not really knowing what to do or having anything to do. Mm-hmm. Um, just chilling here, uh, drinking some... Uh, Shackle, Shackleton whiskey Shackleton. from a good uh, friend Matt Walsh. So thank you so much, Matt, for Matt this. Walsh. There we go. Um, mm. Ah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I spent a lot of time in Rochester this week because I got snowed in there uh, visiting my friend Allison, and she uh, she had a friend named Tom who has a Honda Odyssey with a prelude transmission that is modeled after the Ninja Turtles van. Okay. And uh, it has a katana shifter. Nice. And, no, it was super cool. And it was very, uh, I don't know. It Like, obviously, it, in that weather, like, you're not going to be tearing it up. But uh, it was kind of, uh, the, the shifting was so subtle. You know, because going from first to second is fine, but going from second to third, you're almost going like directly straight back up. There were a couple times where I was downshifting, or no, where I was shifting and just going to third. It's like, dude, you're in first. I'm like, oh, well. Mm. But um, it wasn't as janky as I was expecting it to be. Okay. I, mean, I, I think I kind of expected it to be this, you know, bucket of bolts sort of being held together. Uh but it was much, much nicer than that. Uh, yeah. Which is funny considering this is a Lemons Rally uh, car. Mm-hmm. So it was uh, it, it was a van, so he had a sort of unlimited budget on it. Like I saw his spreadsheet of, you know, his, his you know, costs. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of, uh, he didn't have to adhere to that like whole $500 limit. Ah. Um, but I imagine he would have to give up some kind of like penalty or the fact that he showed up in something Japanese. But mm. um, anyway, like he invited me to the rally, but I couldn't go because we'll be in New Zealand. Right. Um, which is fast approaching. Three weeks. Yeah. Three weeks. Uh, we have the Auckland filming location found, or at least the general area for it. It's not going to be in the city of Auckland. Uh, it's going to be east of Auckland in a little community uh hopefully we'll get like an airbnb or something like that to serve as our base of operations i have to talk to caswell and uh, andrew then our auckland filming location probably i'm guessing is going to be the cam chef studio uh, uh um or, or wherever our starting point is for the four cars we film down in auckland yeah i mean wellington yeah uh and then we're gonna get another airbnb out probably near carterton or master masterton or masterton um for the part where we get to uh, uh juliet's farm so there's gonna be three filming locations i don't know if we're doing the smoking tire coming or going i haven't heard from matt but oh we'll find that out yeah 
Uh, apart from that, that's it. All cars are now selected. Um, we will have an RCR meet uh, at Leadfoot Festival for the Auckland area and another RCR meet at Hyde Park near Wellington. So those are going to be our two RCR meets. It's going to be easier to do because we're already at a car show and just say, hey, meet us here. Yeah, just yeah, at, let's hang at out. the car show. Yeah. Um, we could talk about Star Wars, but for the people who haven't seen it, I want to respect uh, your uh, your spoilers and your movie experience. Uh, so we're really not going to talk about it. Yeah. Uh, Did you see uh, the home cyborg fight? Uh, Holly Holm. That was this weekend? Yeah, it was on Saturday. Which... I didn't see it. Uh, you can spoil it. Let me know. Oh, uh, uh, Cyborg won by uh, oh, man. decision. Okay. Yeah, All it right. was it. she didn't get, like, the home didn't get knocked out or anything. Although, you know, she was kind of taken apart on the, which is funny. Like, she was taken apart on the feet, which normally Holly Holm, like, she's a kickboxer. This shouldn't yeah. be happening. But uh, Chris Cyborg's game is pretty tight uh, in mm-hmm. terms of, like, she was just sort of, um, like she was letting home get her in the clinch and tire herself out, which mm. is a really good strategy if you're an endurance fighter, mm-hmm. if you're somebody who can um, sort of, you know, make people if you can absorb punishment. Basically. Okay, and uh, it was kind of this thing where you know you get this fighter who should be better in this situation than right. she is, sort of getting winded and Mm. it was just the scores were pretty flatly in favor of cyborg although there were some judges who kind of gave i don't know there were some that were closer than some rounds that were closer than they had any business being okay um same with sort of the edson barbosa could be nermagomedov okay which i mean now i just want to see khabib get at a connor yeah just because you know yeah yeah well it's it's it is that that it was a performance where you know because edson barbosa is no slouch Mm -hmm. but uh khabib just sort of lit his ass up Mm -hmm. and it was really interesting um but yeah yeah i do have a weird shaped head it's weird like when i was born uh sorry because i'm reading the chat okay which uh because they're like yeah roman has a weird shaped head which i i'll be the first person to fucking tell people that yeah uh it's it's like a weird thing it runs in my family like when i was born you have to be we were all like circum or, or not sorry, uh c-section yeah. babies because our heads were too free and huge but i was the only one who had to have his you know head weighed to make sure that i didn't have like shit loads of water in it or that i didn't have some tumor or that death wasn't in my immediate future right which is a line i use i think in the new york comic-con thing death but, uh, wasn't in his immediate future yeah well, 32 years later, and, you know, here I am. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. It's kind of a it's kind of a weird... Oh, before I forget, like, yeah. Allison gave these chocolates from New Zealand. Um, Thomas Wither- Witherspoon asks, how is the whiskey? Whiskey is very nice. It's a nice sipping whiskey. I'm drinking it out of a coffee mug. Yeah. I mean... What's a good mixer for whiskey? You don't mix this whiskey. Yeah. You don't. This is this is uh, taking it easy whiskey. If you have crap whiskey, <laughs> Canadian club. <laughs> well, then just make yourself a whiskey sour and mix it to taste. Yeah, I had a whiskey sour for New Year's. It was very nice. Yeah. Um, I have to remember I have these mics 
pot it up a little bit and I'm trying to just adjust them as I sit forward and back. Um, all right. Mm. Mm. So we're eating New Zealand chocolates. Do we have a name brand for these? Devonport. Hmm. Sounds familiar. Yeah. Vintage Kiwiana, milk chocolate and kiwi fruit. Hmm. Hmm. I don't know. I I kind of thought uh I would have more to talk about when I got back from Rochester and then I sat down I'm like, eh. Cuz I do have it's I I went hanging out with uh some good car people and good people in general, but I'm just kind of it almost like went by in a blur, mm -hmm. weird blur. Uh then again, that's kind of uh most of Huh. Plans to come to New York State. I mean, I was in New York State this weekend. Mm -hmm. um, and I would have made a video out of the Ninja Turtle van, except I completely forgot my uh, GoPro. Oh, okay. Like a friggin' genius. I, I packed literally everything but my GoPro. Uh -huh. And so I just uh, like sat, did some writing, and that was kind of... Cause this like i it's small and it's nice and i take it everywhere because it's kind of uh i don't know it's what i do but right you get looked at strangely when you're doing it yeah you know i went on new year's eve i was downstairs in this one bar during a titanic themed new year's party where everyone dressed up very nicely um and it was kind of a thing where i was getting weird looks from people because i was writing and then uh people sort of saying like shitty things yeah uh, to me like that part of it wasn't good um it was i don't know what kind of in compels people to be lousy you know but i mean well one person thought they were doing me a favor and they really weren't but <laughs> The, uh, what, just giving you crap for riding in public? Uh, yeah, and other things mm. that, you know, it is what it is. I, I, I don't really think, or I try not to think too much about it, but by the end of the night, I was, like, weirdly upset. And then the next day, like, I felt silly for feeling so upset mm -hmm. about it. But I don't know what it is about New Year's that causes emotions to run high. I think it's because I was used to spending so many of them alone. Mm -hmm. Um and so the idea of like actually being with people on New Year's is, uh, you know, kind of alien and foreign. Like normally I'm with my like guys from back home and we even mm -hmm. had that one New Year's where we were hanging out. Yeah. And but normally it's this isolated thing where it's just another night out with the guys. Like this right. one, it was kind of different in that it was an actual like I had somewhere to be and I was going somewhere and, you know. Mm -hmm. it was it's just strange you know when you have a place to actually be uncreative name says when will rcr return to texas we've never been there uh we're probably going to be there in april uh going to austin hopefully get on a racetrack there my first track time ever so that's the plan uh that's the next kind of trip after uh after New Zealand uh, yeah. is going to be RCR Texas. Um, 
Robbie94LS says, are you guys mixing drinks at 2.30 p.m.? We're not mixing them. We're drinking them straight. Yeah. We're drinking them neat. Neat. Yeah. What about Nashville? Last time I was in Nashville was when I bought the Falcon. Mm. What did you think of Nashville? I liked the hotel. <laughs> it was just, <laughs> I, I, I went to the Hilton Garden Inn, bought the Falcon, went to Joseph Rini's house, and then uh, that was it. Yeah. I, I, I didn't hang out downtown Nashville. I mean, I saw some sites on the way out. Like, oh, I thought the Grand Old Opry was like this little thing and didn't know that it was an institution. Hmm. Yeah. Well, I think part of the thing with Nashville is that you kind of have to, that's one of those places where like if we were to go there, we'd have to set aside time to actually do Nashville. Yeah. Um, because, you know, yeah, if you love music, it's great, but mm -hmm. it's also just this, and this is like anecdotal experience from people who've vacationed there. Yeah. That it's just this city that sort of, um, it's not like any, it's just weird, like in a good, a good weird of mm -hmm. just, you've almost stepped into like another country. Almost. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I hear good things about it, so I can't really complain. What is your favorite unregular car, irregular car hmm. uh, from Happy Time Cyanide? Um, uh, it's like a LeBaron in irregular car. The There we go. Now oh, I can see. I'm I'm making the uh, I'm making the live chat big enough so I can read it from back here. Oh, it's Dieter saying to come uh, to the Lemons race when they run the um, Turtle Van because he was one of the friends that I met oh, nice. in Rochester. Yeah. Unfortunately, we're going to be in New Zealand. Although, actually, no. I think he's talking about the one in May, which is in New Jersey. So, like, mm. I might go to that one. Um, but yeah, it's kind of a it's touch and go because I have no idea what's happening after New Zealand other than uh, Texas. Right. And me, I never like plan beyond whatever the next trip is. Me neither. Uh, yeah. Like I don't like making plans because I feel like I'm destined to disappoint. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, it, it's nice to kind of not really, you know, have anything to think about. Really. Mm -hmm. um, I just sort of veg out. Hmm. It would be nice to come back. See, we're going to return at the end of February, and I still want to ski. Yeah. I'm skiing tomorrow. I'm, this is my going to be my first day out yeah. uh, this season going to uh, uh, Blue Mountain Ski Area, which is my home slope. And come down to Florida to escape the winter. You know what? I like this polar vortex. <laughs> I'm enjoying it being 10 degrees out. Yeah. I know that sounds weird. But it feels like winter when I was a kid. Yeah. I know we're supposed to get another big vortex sometimes next week, but that's really only hitting the coast, like New Jersey, yeah. Long Island, New York City. We're not going to get much of it. I mean, we'll get like an inch of snow. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, the interesting thing is all the snow we have out there is from last week. It just hasn't melted because it hasn't gotten above freezing. Yeah. Um, mm. I mean, in Rochester, they didn't really want... Uh... It just it got so cold that I was legitimately worried that uh, Betty wasn't going to turn on. Mm. And so I was just like, J -j 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 oh, oh, there, that's a girl. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because um, I would sometimes, like, I'll, I'm just going to go drive around and, like, you know, I don't know, move oil around or whatever. Mm -hmm. And uh, went to a Wegmans. And there were teenagers. I, I sat down with, like, my 
thing of you know the chicken dumplings yeah. i just hear like teenagers laughing and it's it like it activates that weird anxiety of like are they laughing, laughing at, at me? me like am i doing something is there something on my face and, mm-hmm. and it's wouldn't have bugged me except that they were like very close right and they were also like they were they weren't whispering but they were talking in low tones mm. i'm just thinking like Ugh. and so i was just kind of Ugh. hendrick juran says who is betty betty is oh. nick roman's sn95 mustang yeah yeah that's red betty um i called it that because um i don't know i like the song black betty oh yeah <laughs> yeah good enough hey if i uh if i ever bought a uh sorry i'm walking away if i ever bought a uh, grand national i would have called it black betty Ooh, yeah i'm going to get gloves because there's something i could be doing while i'm doing the thing that i normally do yeah skiing is great uh, tyler newberry says skiing is great in colorado you guys ever coming back and that's one of those things where i mean i had a great time in colorado hanging at uh just hanging around chilling with your buddy tom mansell yeah and uh sort of you know just seeing the sights i mean last time we were there there was like a world cup game going on and people were losing their minds in the streets yeah as i was roaming around well that was at the point where we had split up and i had gone to go you know just wander around right and i don't know it was just a lovely place and what i loved about denver specifically is that it's exactly what you think it's going to be uh-huh um you boulder know, huh or boulder yeah. sorry yeah boulder um it's exactly what you think it's going to be mm-hmm. in that like you're kind of uh expecting the whole um <laughs> that, continue no that looks like a hawk glove of just like they're gonna land i'm that guy go- i i like birds but i don't People who own birds, yeah. I mean, much love to people who want to have birds as pets, but having a bird takes over your life of the people I've seen who own birds. Yeah. Um, this thing isn't meant to live indoors, man. And I get it that some of them are friendly and have some intelligence, but what are you doing with a bird in your house oh it knows where to go to the bathroom the fuck it does (laughs) it's like that dimitri martin bit where only humans would look at a thing that flies and go i want it yeah (laughs) (laughs) all right there were supposed to be liners coming with these gloves and there's only one of them where'd the other one go oh consumerism did it fly off over here Maybe it sprouted wings. Yeah. Thoughts on manual transmissions after the gears and gasoline for the stick shift? These things are supposed to come with liners. Mm. How did it... Where did it go? Is it in my car? Uh, It's going to bug me for the rest of the podcast. Where is the other liner from these gloves that I paid $75 for? Yeah. Who even knows? That was the whole point of them. Damn it. Am I going back to Buckman's again? Uh, but yeah, thoughts on um, the manual transmit? It's not going anywhere. Like that's my thoughts. They're, yeah, they're great. They're fun. Um, I mean, realistically, I hope. Oh, there it is. It was inside the other glove. <laughs> Very nice. The world is right again. Yeah, gloveception. But 
it's kind of um i don't know it's just kind of this weird thing where i think there's a lot of paranoia going about around about manual transmissions so. oh the world is ending the thing that was is now not <laughs> uh yeah i mean is there isn't really a, there almost isn't a reason except that it's fun to do right know? um and that's always been the the difference you know but um, i'm rubbing wax into the leather because these gloves come with lube <laughs> oh real glove lube <laughs> i've never seen this before well, you, have you heard of it uh no i have not and it's also called nick wax which <laughs> is uh you know another that, that's just on another plane of existence. Tom says, I work for AAA in Philly and we are not enjoying the cold weather. Nobody replaces their battery. I agree. Bruce Han and both the guys from Moyer's Car Care say that uh, the second it gets cold, in come all the cars because the batteries don't have that crank cranking ability. I took my Subaru. I said when the I knew the weather was getting cold, I took it to Moyer's at the it needed an oil change. And I said, yo, just load test the battery. Tell me if the battery's good. And they say, yeah, battery's fine. The, the Subaru, though, is uh, on cold weather days. You can hear it go, rah, 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 and it always starts, but you can tell it's, it's, it's struggling a little bit. Maybe that's normal for boxer engines. Maybe my starter is going, and it needs a new starter. Uh, it has 160,000 miles on it. Um, you know, I, I bought it with like 150 on it. Mm. Anyway, least... get your batteries at Costco. Really? I really don't know that there's a costco anywhere near me yeah there's like a sam's club yeah down in temple yeah um i just get them from moyers they're they're deca battery (laughs) because that's what's around here in pa because the battery factory is over there and they're topped and it legit looks like you're rubbing texas roadhouse cinnamon butter into your (laughs) just like yeah it hasn't it doesn't really have an odor you know what? It's, it smells like rented video games from 1999. Ooh. Regular cars. Talk about people in Washington and they're freaking out because they have to start pumping their own gas. Ha ha. Yeah. Every time I visit my sister in Jersey, I always find that weird. Of yeah. I, I specifically get gas while I'm still in PA because yeah. I don't like someone yeah. pumping my gas for yeah. me. Like, I feel like such an asshole. Also because it's freezing out there and I, I don't... like. I don't want to make them come out of their little, like, cubby hole. Yeah. You know, it's just... Ugh. See, the funny thing about pumping your own gas is that in Jersey, oh, we got to pump the gas for you. Yeah, except if you ride a motorcycle. What happens in Jersey is that if you ride a motorcycle, you have to go get gas. You stay on the bike, and they will hand the pump to you and watch you fill it. And the reason they got to do that is because motorcycle tanks are so shallow that if you stick the 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 hose all the way in, it'll uh, it'll think it's full after you've pumped a gallon because you know what the, what the uh, what the hose senses is the fumes coming back up the tube, yeah. and then it knows to click. But with motorcycle tanks, some of them are so weirdly shaped that the hose doesn't even fit in correctly. And if we were ever in Jersey with the Falcon, I wouldn't let them pump the gas in that either. They'd just spill it on the ground because you got to find, you got to feed, you got to feed that gas in ever so slowly into the Falcon's tank because that tank was designed when pumps look different. 
Yeah. So, and because it has to go in and then make a hard 90 to the right, and modern uh, fuel filler necks don't look like that. Yeah, it's like when you when you've jerked off for so long that your dick takes the wrong shape, and now all of a sudden you have like a different girl than the girlfriend you're used to, and you go in at a weird angle. I haven't had this problem, but continue. Nah, that was a college, <laughs> that was a college problem for me. Ah, uh, but um. Yeah, sorry about oversharing, everyone. <laughs> I mean, I'm not. I don't really care. I, I'm just uh, you are chatting more, with friends. You are you were more promiscuous than than I was. Uh, Any girls that I had in college three have was granted the company of yeah was granted permission because really you know like you, women are allowing us access right to a place. It's like they're the bouncer. And we're just behind the velvet rope the whole time, doing our dance. <laughs> yeah, trying to be like, well, maybe I'll maybe I'll get into the club tonight. I've got my outfit on. I'm ready to go. And no, <laughs> but yeah, it's kind of. Yeah. Will you ever talk about the Chevy trucks? What do you mean? What do you mean? I mean, I was stuck behind a Chevy Colorado on the way here. Yeah, we got to get a C body. Well. Uh, Steve Casensis, the CF1, or, or Tim Robinson, uh, Neil Roberts' friend. He has a bunch of C10s. We have an open invite to go down to his, go down to his place and do a C10 down there. Of course, his trucks are nice. They don't come out in the winter. Not that I would want them to. Hmm. Um, Someone asked, uh, why do American cars have such shitty interiors compared to like European? And it's because in the classic American tradition. Uh, we don't care what's on what's on the inside doesn't count. Yeah, we're all about exteriors and everything. Right. Um. It was Lincoln. Like you get into a Cadillac. Well, see, that's early two thousand stuff. There was a time when we cared about interiors, and that time was the late sixties and Cadillac. You get in one of those things, you realize where your money's going. But um, yeah, modern modern stuff it just isn't there. It's coming back. I mean, they say the new Lincolns are pretty good on the inside. Hopefully, we're getting away from uh, the big touchscreens. Even though I saw in Jalopnik that there's a new startup, a new electronic startup that just has a touchscreen that spans the entire dash Eww. from one side to the other. It's like they're going in the opposite of the Tesla direction where yeah. they have the wraparound you know, yeah. windshield. Yeah. Now we're just getting wraparound. You know. Do you think American-made cars from the mid-80s, early 90s are becoming rare just because things like cash for junk cars and those? Yeah. Yeah, they ate up a lot of 90s stuff. Of course, 80s and 90s stuff, the dashes, talk about bad interiors, those, those uh, dashes just crack and break up. Uh, it's hard to fix those computers. You find a lot of 80s cars like that one Trans Am we reviewed. The fuel injection systems were just so archaic. It's easier just to slam an Edelbrock or a Holly or like a Demon carburetor uh, on that throttle body fuel injection and call it a life. And honestly, the car will run fine. Yeah. So your, 80, your 80s stuff, you know, it has some worth to the people who think it has some worth. But... It, they're not really going to be timeless. That's the thing with 80s designs. They're very of their period. Yeah. Whereas the stuff from 60s and even sometimes from the early 70s and uh, 
they have this mass appeal because less is more. You get into 50s cars, especially late 50s cars, like Cadillacs and stuff. That, that was The late 50s was an excess period, and the, the mid-70s was an excess period. Uh, someone asked if we were making any stops on the way to Texas, which meant to ask, are we driving or flying? Flying. Yeah. But, It'd uh, be fun to drive. But, but nah, I, I, I got I got American Airlines points that I need to use up. Yeah. So I'm up gonna in use the them. Air. Yeah, Just... it's gonna be. I think as long as there's a Philly to Austin direct route. See if we do that though. Oh, that that that'd be fine. Yeah. You know, we'd have to check bags anyway. Even with even with the bag fees, um, it, it'll be fine. Thank you, Bilal, for the uh, compliment on the Christmas song. Uh, yeah. I don't know. People were really nice about that. How much that. of this should I use? I don't know. You're really going to town on that glove. Yeah. Um. Waterproof wax will cover it. Will convert nutbuck to smooth waxy finish. Made dark in leather. I may use like the excess stuff on my shoes. I mean, you completely nailed the smell. Yeah. Like it is a '90s video game, <laughs> like cartridge. It, yeah. It smells a little bit like Hollywood video. Nice. Um, which is where reference. you go when you don't have a blockbuster in your area <laughs> or a mom and pop video store, which I always prefer the mom and pop shop. Oh, yeah. We had because they had better selection of old WWF tapes. Nice. So, like, I would go there, you know, get Survivor Series 1901. It's the Survivor Series <laughs> where teams of five strive to survive. <laughs> it's just uh, that type of thing. And I would spend like a whole afternoon watching like really old wrestling stuff. With the American dream, Dusty Rhodes, daddy. <laughs> oh, God, I love Dusty Rhodes. Um, recipes. But is Rick... Did Rick Fair Flair pass away? Is he still no, alive? No, he's still alive. He, sh he uh, like, came so perilously close to dying, oh. uh, like, a few months ago. Um, because all of his drinking caught up with him, like, at once. Like, mm. slam. Mm. Because that guy, he just... I honestly don't know how he's still alive. Um, other than that, like, he somehow sort of pickled himself um, from all the drinking. And when he was world champion, he was going around buying shots for the entire bar. Or he would show up because he lived the gimmick. So he would show up with the four horsemen and, you know, at the end of the night, he'd be like, uh, everyone who's, every tab that's still open, like, put it on mine. Like, wow. that type of thing. Of, like, if you were lucky enough Falling to be out in the of bar. Control. Yeah. If you were lucky enough to be in the bar when Ric Flair was mm -hmm. coming in to drink. That, and, like, he'd be on local the local TV, and he'd give out, like, his hotel room number. And, <laughs> uh, uh, you know, we're staying at the, whatever, mm -hmm. the, the Holiday Inn. and or, Well, he'd stay in a nice place. But, mm -hmm. the, uh, the and they'd get, like, tons of people showing up just to, like, bang these guys. And, you know, it's just one of those weird things where, you know, I don't know. I think there's never going to be anyone like Ric Flair. It was a different era completely. Like, I don't imagine you could really do that now. Guys, apparently, uh, just during the matches, they set up, they bring their, you know, Nintendo Switch or whatever and just play video games in the back. Like, they're really? not going out and, you know, getting blasted and then banging <laughs> whoever, you know, bangerangs. It's, uh... But it's just strange, you know? What... See, since I didn't follow wrestling as much as you did, what was Ric Flair's gimmick? Um, that he was, uh... Well, you know, he was a very, uh... 
well dressed. It, it was basically the rich guy gimmick, but but not Milton Ted DiBiase. But not Ted DiBiase. It was because being rich, like Ted DiBiase, his only thing was being rich. Okay, and and but also being an asshole. Yeah, but Ric Flair. He was rich, but he's also like Mr. Steal Your Girl. Okay. Like, you know, he didn't brag about having money or just having money. He mm-hmm. bragged about, you know, all the people that was, that were, you know, or all the people that he was banging, basically. <laughs> you know, that, you know, it, Space Mountain, it's like the oldest ride with the longest line. <laughs> you know, he's just, you know, th- telling fat kids in the front row to shut their mouths and, <laughs> you know, um, Say, you know, if a woman boot him, like, you wish I was taking you home, you know, <laughs> and uh, bragging about his clothes, and then, like, this is, you know, custom made head to toe. I don't even know what that is. I'd be ashamed to wear it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, and that, and he was also kind of like this weird Kanye West type thing where he bragged about how good he was and then went in and proved it. Mm-hmm. Um, every night. Now, granted, he was like winning by the skin of his teeth, and that was the thing of you go from territory to territory as a traveling world champion, mm-hmm. and you make their local guy look really good, so that they think, man, he almost had him. Yeah. And so that next time Ric Flair comes to town to put the belt on the line, everyone yeah. buys a ticket because they're like, okay, he almost got him last time, and he's yeah. gonna get him this time. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the and that's a very hard skill to do to be a world champion who then makes it look as though you're eminently beatable Mm. it's kind of like the misha tate thing of like she was a champion and instead of like going to the ronda fight like right right away they gave her amanda nunez and everyone knew like she was not winning that fight like she's a very beatable champion like just get your money with the ronda fight (laughs) now and don't you know it's just uh, right it was very weird but yeah i don't know where i'm going for the uh, Nanganu fight next week. That's um, next week already. Not this coming weekend, oh, but oh, the, the weekend week after. after. Oh, it's, oh, it's, yeah. it's the weekend before we leave for New Zealand. I, I gotta go with Nanganu after that. But, well, but here's the thing: is right. that he fought so recently, right? And even if you didn't take a lot of damage, like just the camp alone mm-hmm. takes so much out of you, and now you're preparing for a new guy who hasn't like fought as recently, right? Um. But then again, you could argue that that's an advantage that Naganu has in the fact that, like, he's still in that mentality. His body hasn't really, like, he's still in fight shape. Mm-hmm. Which is not to say Stipe wouldn't be, right. but it's just incredibly strange to me to immediately go from, like, that complete highlight reel knockout. Right. And immediately, like, he's coming for the title. He's coming for that ass. He is. In uh, uh, Stipe, in his interview on Joe Rogan, said that. Uh, uh, he, he didn't smartly he didn't talk about the strategy yeah but they were talking about how Stipe's uh, whose last name I cannot pronounce to save my life Miocic yeah oh that is That's yeah it. it's, okay. it's either Miocic or Miocic okay he uh, also Stipe is a volunteer firefighter and never stopped hmm. oh. throughout his whole championship career he has a house he goes to and all his all his firefighting buddies just give him shit for being, oh, here's Punchy. Here's he, the world champion. champion. Oh, yeah. oh, look at me. Yeah. So now there's this whole big hometown thing behind Stipe. And also, Stipe has this uh, very good ability to wear fighters out. He's in it yeah. for the long haul. And that's something we haven't seen from Naganu, at least within uh, the UFC. 
Uh, how is he going to be deep into the third round? Yeah, because we don't... Because, yeah, because Nagano, he's, like, out there starching dudes. He's right. not going five rounds. Yeah. He's out there, you know, taking lives and, mm-hmm. you know, souls yeah. from these men. Stipe has to stay out of the way of Nagano. Mm. He has to play very conservatively for at least the first round and maybe pretty deep into the second. Yeah. Uh, he needs to conserve his tank and try to get Nagano to empty his. Yeah. Um. Uh, I don't know how well Stipe is in the clinch. Um, we haven't seen Nagano really clinch at all. Not at all. No, yeah, he's, he's, he stands and he bangs. Yeah. Uh, someone asked if I have any picks for the Royal Rumbles on the 28th uh, wrestling thing because they're doing the first ever women's Royal Rumble. Um, and there's a rumor that like Ronda Rousey might be in it. And I'm like, but why? <laughs> uh, because I think they have what like 19 women on the roster which leaves them 11 more spots to fill uh-huh and um it would be kind of crazy not to have some surprises in there mm-hmm. of past people and maybe some new ones uh so i wouldn't actually if ronda won that would be kind of great i mean it's happening like literally the day before we leave for new zealand so okay. i'm probably just gonna um whatever but mm-hmm. and then the men's royal rumble like I mean, it's got to be Roman Reigns, right? Just because he's... It's him and Brock at WrestleMania, so he kind of passed to win the Rumble. Right. Um, not necessarily, though. I kind of, like, am feeling Shinsuke Nakamura to win that thing, but I don't know why. It's just this weird feeling that I have. But I don't know. It, it makes less sense to me as time goes on. Like, I get worse at predicting things, so it is... Zachary it is. Lewis says, What current automaker do you think is the weakest lineup? Mitsubishi. Sorry, Seth, sorry Steph Schrader. <laughs> but I drive Pat's Mitsubishi dealerships, and it's wow, a bunch of mirage mirages that people are going to buy because they just want a piece of transportation, mm. and uh, then the Nissan Murano or something like that, a bunch of crossover SUV nonsense, and maybe some Lancers that are all base model. Great, mm. you know, going to Mitsubishi for. Going to Mitsubishi these days for a memorable experience is like going to Haas Steakhouse looking for nuance. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's a good line. Thanks. Yeah. Um, Begs the Thief said, this is my first podcast. What's going on? This is, We just talk. Like, right. This is barely about cars. Yeah. It's actually easier now with the live chat because now I don't... Like, this is a week where like I... Did, I came in thinking that I had so much to talk about because mm-hmm. of all the stuff I did in Rochester. And then I realized it only took like two minutes to talk about. Yeah. And that, and like, I kind of don't want to talk about my Christmas, not because it was bad. It's just because nothing really went on. And so, you know, it is what it is. Cutter Holton says, do you have Opal crossovers over there? No, unless there's some rebadge Sevy that I'm not aware is, is a world vehicle. I might or might not have done donuts, which means you have, uh, with the Boxster and the M3 in Haas's parking lot. Okay. Oh, Dieter. That's Come the- to Ontario. Yeah, that's like a running gag now with regular car reviews that we still haven't gone to Canada, even though it's only like a six and a half to seven yeah, we- hour drive north. Yeah. And I mean, I'm sure we will at some point, but also it would be nice to go when it's not like, you know, snow apocalypse. Yeah. Because I would imagine... For as cold as it is here, it has to be worse up there. I suppose. Um, oh, excuse me, yawning. But yeah. Mm. Let's see. Montreal this summer. 
yeah, there, as of now, there are no summer plans. Um, I'm going to be riding my motorcycle a lot. There's the continuing thing where uh, the Falcon needs to have its heating issues addressed that improve with every time we mess with it. Uh, the next thing is to, is going to be a cheap fix uh, to put longer bolts uh, in the hood hinges to space up the hood yeah. higher so that it no the hood will no longer seal in the back, creating a place for uh, hot air to escape the engine bay rather than having to force itself down and out the bottom. You doing uh, Ford Nationals this summer? It's a good question. I don't know. I should. I know we're doing Chrysler Nationals, or at least I'm going to do it, because I need to film which Viper is best Viper. <laughs> and I, we also need to finish filming that Neon, the Millvale Neon. Nationals? Uh, it's after Ford. Um, I just look it up. Yeah, I'll, 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 I'll be around for that. I'm never around for Ford Nationals because of my family tradition of going to Philadelphia or Wizard World Philly, because mm -hmm. I always take the kids up there. And yeah. we end up like... I always end up meeting someone there, like a like a celebrity there, because uh -huh. they want to like, all right, what's the cheapest celebrity that I can take people to meet? And so you know, you pay, which is funny because John Cena was there one time and he was just sort of like standing there, yeah. <laughs> and I was just kind of like, eh, I should go <laughs> over and meet John Cena, but then I'm like, eh, there's a line, yeah. And I'm looking at him like he's there. I'm I'm, I'm good. You know, <laughs> I'm, I'm honestly good. Um. But yeah, it's just um, I don't know Chrysler. Net. Is it in Carlisle? Yeah, yeah. I like the Carlisle Fairgrounds. It's yeah. a very nice place. And PR uh, um, Michael Garland. P Michael Garland, the PR guy, is always really, really good to us. Yeah, I'd really like to get on their autocross track one day when there's nothing going on where I can actually rip around it a little bit. Well, uh, maybe I'll ask him that. It's probably, probably the answer is going to be no, because it's going to be an insurance thing. Insurance. Hey, you guys, what cars are you driving in New Zealand? Um, I have the car list. Uh, Daniel Hoyle asked that. I have the car list. I'm not going to give away all the cars. But I am going to tell you, I'm going to drive a Skyline, and it's going to be a junky Skyline, because everybody else drives a GTR. We're not doing it. We're going to making a point that Skylines are not fast cars because skyline doesn't mean gtr it yeah. doesn't mean turbo any more that a bmw 3 series means an m3 they're not a regular old bmw 3 series is faster than an economy car but that's it hmm. there was one thing that i was gonna bring up about the holiday which was i saw the new dave Chappelle specials on netflix oh yeah because he's back yeah and uh in pog form it was yeah <laughs> <laughs> um and i after watching those specials i was pretty sure that like he's the greatest of all time yeah or one of the greatest of all time yeah because he's such a master storyteller i'm so jealous of this man's ability to yeah. just talk and tell a story mm -hmm. that he gives in the second one which is this really intimate set with a smaller audience in a little like small club mm -hmm. that he's not even really making jokes he's just monologuing for mm -hmm. most of it and he ends that show with a story that it's an analogy that explains why he walked away from fifty million dollars on uh -huh. on Chappelle show to do another season. Like yeah. he walked away from it, and it's tied into um, what it's like to pimp 
or what being a pimp is yeah and you know how and ties it into like apartheid about how they resolve that by putting the system on trial rather than the people you know because the people who were committing these atrocities maybe not as much victims but they are victims as well and it's not until you kind of you know uproot the system Mm -hmm. that you get real change it was just a fascinating fascinating special it was so Hmm. good i i was just very i don't know impressed with it uh but yeah so how how long is the special uh the first one is like an hour and change and the second one's like 45 minutes or something okay yeah they're very good uh well put together specials i would almost argue they're worth like just doing the month trial or however long the netflix trial is just to watch those because Mm -hmm. i think he's uh one of those storytellers who just sort of has this innate grip on what it what people sort of need to hear not necessarily what they want to hear right um and i don't know he's just a fascinating guy Mm -hmm. and i loved those specials initial d or wagon midnight i have no idea what you mean alan Oh, uh, just you mean like one or the other? Just pick one. I mean, why are two strokes more sensitive to temperature changes than four strokes? I never noticed a difference when I had a two-stroke motorcycle, mm-hmm. so I don't know what you're talking about there. And two strokes are the king of snowmobiles, so and off-road things and snow sports, and and they're always running just fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, what kind of mixer are you mic software using? <laughs> the one that the one that the mics plug into. Uh, <laughs> People can probably read it down there. Yeah. Tell me what you're using so I can tell you why it's wrong. <laughs> Regular game reviews. I'm I'm not a good guy yeah. to talk about video games. Yeah, if I were like a game streamer, it would be a streaming channel where I'm always dying. Yeah. Of like whatever it is, it's like the worst gamer in the world playing a game and just people getting frustrated at like, why are you not better at this? Yeah. Like I've been playing games literally since I was like three years old. And I have no idea, you know, I'm still just flying out here blind. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no. Regular pet reviews. You did birds, birds now ferrets. Uh, McRiley, we are reviewing a sheep in New Zealand. So we will do that. <laughs> well, regular cars, uh, the chat's moving pretty quick again. Yeah, it is. Uh, I, got, I got to put slow mode on something more than 240 seconds. I gotta make you guys wait like 500. I gotta make you wait almost like five minutes between posting stuff because there's so many people on here. When a Land Rover? I don't know. Uh, Do you guys have any additional thoughts on BMW E30s? No, we don't. Not really. Someone you asked, leave it all on the table. Yeah. Someone asked if uh, ever watched Bill Burr like stand up on Netflix. Yeah. I'm, I'm a big fan of his podcast and I love the whole Philadelphia incident, which I'll go back and watch sometimes when I need a good laugh. Yeah. Of just, you know, he's one really, bridge having town. Yeah. He's really giving us what for. <laughs> it's like, I hope you guys get AIDS and you know, you get weak while you're walking back to your mercury <laughs> tracer. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so great. Give uh, us hell bill. <laughs> but, uh, Thoughts on Goldberg's return uh, as as what as a commentator? Which Goldberg are you no, talking he's about? He's probably talking about the wrestler because he came back last year, did three matches. One of them, and it, it was it was all right. Like it was a fine return, but I don't really need to see it again because uh-huh. um, I just 
you know, the answer to making wrestling more interesting isn't bringing back more like old guys. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm I want new shit. Like, give me more of the people that are actually going to stick around year round. You know, but if you want to take a bike for a ride in New Zealand, I do. I don't know how much I would be able to review it, but we have no motorcycles set to review in New Zealand, but I do want to ride a bike while I'm down there. Although I'd need a hat, gloves, and, and everything else. Yeah. Um, speaking of bringing old people back for, uh, this is something we can talk about for uh, Star Wars, is if they could bring back, uh, oh. Dennis. Dennis Larson. Larson. Or Lawson. Lawson? I think it's. Larson oh, or Lawson? Question. Someone in the chat. Bringing back Dennis Lawson, Larson, uh, as Wedge Antilles. But the interesting thing is that he's Scottish, and in the movies, he's speaking with an American accent. And in the very first movie, he was overdubbed by somebody else. Huh. So it's really about, like... But it's you don't necessarily have to get that guy back who dubbed him. Yeah. Because I think, like, voice acting, you can always find a sound alike. Mm-hmm. Like the guy who did Han Solo in the... the new battlefront game yeah um and yes i play it i know it's loot boxes the devil but it's i don't know i like uh you know star wars so alan says how big is my head my head is a medium Mm. my head is actually too big for helmets i Mm -hmm. i i remember there was summer camp and they i had to basically be the camp counselor's helper because they couldn't find a helmet to fit me for activities like they brought in like the adult like helmets Mm -hmm. like here try these try these and i was like 11 years old and Mm -hmm. you know i was already starting to get like you know facial hair and shit because i'm puerto (laughs) rican and you start puberty when you're like nine uh it's just (laughs) random um but yeah it's I don't know. Strangely enough, when I go go karting with my nephew, those helmets actually fit, and it's very snug. But whatever, it's you know, fits. So, if they brought back Dennis, if they brought back Wedge and Tilly's in my head cannon, which thankfully there's a word for that now, yeah, they'd bring him back, and he'd be speaking with a Scottish accent, <laughs> and either it wouldn't be addressed, or there would be some offhand comment of you're not what I thought you to be. No one, no one remembers me like I really was or something like that. <laughs> Do you ever uh, see walk hard? The Dewey Cox story? No. Cause there's a bit where Dewey meets like the Beatles and they're all played by American actors like Jack Black, Paul Rudd, <laughs> you know, and, that, and Jack Black, every, every line that he speaks as Paul McCartney, um, he, he does a different accent. So, mm-hmm. They're like, oh man, we're big fans of you guys. We're big fans of yours too. <laughs> We'd like to think our hard day's night is our guilty as charge. <laughs> it's like, why is Paul McCartney like speaking with a Scottish accent or Irish or whatever? Uh, it's just so wonderfully random. That's yeah. that's literally my favorite comedy movie of mm-hmm. all time. Um, but yeah, that's the Star Wars thing. Um, Jacusa says a uh, question for the Roman tying it into Star Wars, which I'm going to answer. Like, what, if if you could review a uh, Star a starfighter from Star Wars, the answer, of course, would be a wing. A wing. Um. Yeah, I mean, I would kind of like to have. Um, and I know it's a weirdly sacrilegious thing, but I would love to review like one of the prequel starfighters, like anakin's one from revenge of the sith that is just kind of like this pod that has the mm-hmm. around 
but um but yeah uh it's just kind of a very uh i don't know it's compact it's nice um i don't know kylo ren star the starship is cool as shit but Mm -hmm. um yeah milk is overrated true or false um i'm just gonna say false because you know it fights osteoporosis Mm -hmm. and various other things I mean, sure, you could take calcium supplements, but who's, you know, eh. where would life be without cereal? Yeah. Yeah. It's it's that thing where you don't know how much you sort of crave it until you're eating it. Mm. You know, I'm I'm not a cereal guy until I am. Yeah. And then you're just like, ah, yeah, that's just delightful. Um. I'd also like to know thoughts on the Volvo S60 inline five. I have no thoughts. Yeah, it's a car. <laughs> I mean, I, I, sorry, it's not more Ooh, interesting, it's... right? But you know, I think we spend so much time sort of picking at these things that it kind of dulls the the thinking on like cars that are just basically there right like we we if we sat around and really thought about it we'd come up with we'd something. come up with something to say but at first glance if we were doing rapid fire it's not going to be a whole lot to say about it because it's just a car right it's just there um but yeah since you like the peugeot 206 in the uk you should look up the 208 gti it's a really fun car huh. something that was never brought over here so yeah again People keep asking me about the Grand Tour. It's a show. Yeah. It's a scripted... It's not Top Gear. No. Um, I mean, this second season, it, it feels closer to what Top Gear was. Yeah. But it's still not the same thing. And I miss the old format. Yeah. Um, Because I don't like new Top Gear. <laughs> uh, this is going back to, again, Rich Hall and how the West was lost. That little BBC thing about... Uh, American Westerns, but he was talking about Pat Garrett and Billy the Kid, how the whole movie was made to cart out all the old Western stars from the 50s and 60s one last time because those people still want to work, but we don't know what to do with them. Yeah. And I think the three from Top Gear, they still want to work. So someone cut them a deal yeah. to keep doing their thing. But in the words of, um, oh gosh, James Burke from Connections. James Burke in Connections talked about how the space program fizzled out in the 80s. And he related it to how they weren't able to sell it to the American people. Hmm. How many stories are you going to watch when the plot's the same? <laughs> Yeah, they go to the moon, and they found some stuff, and they brought back some rocks. Uh, and even Jeremy Clarkson said during Top Gear is when Top Gear was peaking. They say, well, what, what really is Top Gear? And he said, it's four middle-aged men falling over. <laughs> That's the show. And they've continued to do it. Um, it That's why I want to keep what we're doing continuously changing. Yeah. You know, it's not as angry and crazy as it was three years ago. Um, 
it will evolve regular car reviews will involve evolve and change as you and i evolve and change yeah by necessity yeah and you know we'll do new stuff that maybe doesn't belong on a car channel but kind of fits in the broader spectrum of what it is we do right like there's no reason that there should be a christmas or christmas song every year and there's no real reason that there should be like diary entries or things about new york comic-con or you know things of like here do something with this drum loop yeah or you know maybe sometimes in your feed you'll get you know like a th- oh i guess we're reviewing beer now like, yeah it's just that's something that happens and you know you don't it's not really anything that like oh my brand i have to protect oh, the brand by my brand <laughs> my brand look mm. here with your special eyes mm. um but yeah and so that that's kind of what i like of i get to sort of share things with people one guy says, when are you going to do a gun review? It's something I thought about, but the world of reviewing guns is on YouTube is huge. Yeah. I could do it as a novelty thing, but I don't know what I'm going to be able to cover that hasn't already been done with either Hitcock 45, who's a gold standard of firearm reviews, um, FPS Russia, who's the king of just over-the-top nonsense. I don't know quite enough about gun culture to be able to fake it. So I could try, but it may come across force forced. Yeah. I think if I were to do it, it would be a once and done sort of thing. Mm. Just, just blow my entire load and never revisit it again. Yeah. <laughs> the like, wham bam thank you ma'am yeah like the whole like night in the woods thing like that was yeah. nice and yeah. uh you know that's the thing of we can do random things it's not mm-hmm. really you know public bathroom reviews i mean like why not yeah we, we've already done the weather so yeah um, i like doing that i may do that again yeah. uh, me just reading the weather uh, have we chosen the cards for the Austin invasion already? Uh, no. No. It'll probably be whatever Steph Schrader has hanging around and whatever I find from my uh, um, uh, submissions folder. Yeah. That's labeled Austin. Yeah. And these could be submissions dating back like three years. Could be. That's yeah. why we always say to, you know, put where you live in the subject heading. Yeah. And, you know, because if we're going to Texas, you just type in Texas and boom. Like, yeah. All of your Texas things are there i ought to re put put that uh every now and again put that folder up or that video up that shows you how to submit something although it hasn't really slowed the submissions ever so um yeah steph steph's 944 lemons car that'd be fun (laughs) it'd be loud and falling apart if it's running when we get there i don't know if she has more than one she has the red 944 called the porsche lump and she has something else. Mm-hmm. RCR does a sheets taste test. Also, every month. You know, yeah. it's sheets taste test. We've been over this before. Sheets is comfort food. Yeah. Wawa is palatable food. Yeah. Um, and that's how it breaks down. I mean, because sheets, they will literally, like, light your shit up. Because <laughs> they have, like, a... Well, I don't know if they still have it, but it's a burger that's literally just, you know, a burger. And then they take a fistful of Doritos and put it on top. And they're just like, ah, here you go. Nutrition. But yeah, Wawa, you can actually get, you know, mashed potatoes. And I'm sure come out of some kind of box or something, but they're still really good as far as 
mashed potatoes go. Uh, what about Turkey Hill? Okay. If you're eating at Turkey Hill, you better be just be getting the ice cream out of that. Everything out of that is uh, my Sunoco, is like a Sunoco inside. Yeah. Turkey Hill's coffee is okay. It's yeah, all right. It's, it's it is a Turkey Hill is a throwback to what gas stations were in the 90s. Yeah. They never updated anything. There's no made to order anything. Yeah. Get your beef jerky, get your Starbucks double shot and get out. Yeah, don't get anything from like the sandwich case. Uh, no. Um, because you don't know that that's just dangerous uh, egg salad. Yeah, you don't, you don't know. Yeah. But I mean, if you're that, and most Turkey Hills don't have public restrooms. That's yes, yes. Which is so weird because, like, if I'm driving, I was coming back from Rochester and I saw a Turkey Hill, and I really needed to take a leak and wanted to pull over, but I'm like. What are the odds that this is going to be one of the, like, five Turkey Hills in the state yeah. that actually has a bathroom that the public can use? Um, sheets. I never tried their breakfast sandwiches, but their breakfast sandwiches are 80% of what Wawa's breakfast sandwiches. Unless I had someone, unless there was someone in the back who really knew how to make one, it was all right. I yeah. was with uh, Tony, not Tony Rumble, but Tony the Pilot. And we were at that that Sheets in Birdsboro that we always stop at yeah. on the way to uh, um, Oaks and stuff when we yeah. go down filming down there. And I thought, I'm going to try their croissant breakfast sandwich. And it was okay. I, I may give it another shot. Regular PA Dutch reviews. I thought they had some PA Dutch festival at the Kutztown Fairgrounds. Yeah, they do. They do, but, but it's, it's dumb. It's, it's like it's, a flea market. Yeah, you're paying $20 to go shop. Yeah. It's it's not worth it. Just go to just go to Knobles. You'll have you'll be able to ride roller coasters, eat better food, and have a fun time. You won't have to pay to park. Yeah. Um, what about Royal Farms? I've never heard of them. Yeah, neither have I. Have um, either you been to Cookout? I uh, don't know what that means. Oh, it's, it's California fast food stuff. The place exclusive to the Carolinas. Oh, Carolinas. Uh, uh, Sheets deserves your second chance. I just gave them a second love. chance, and they got a second chance with their breakfast sandwiches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I like Sheets, but I've kind of like converted to Team Wawa just on principle alone. Yeah. Because I feel, you know, ultimately it comes down to what it is you're looking for in, uh, you know, gas stations. <laughs> you know, of like, uh, are do you want their coffee game to be on point or are you more of a food man? You know? Right. Uh... Royal Farms is Baltimore. Uh. Uh. Favorite book? Uh, been mine, over this. We have. Yeah. Mine is East of Eden. So. Mine is Sister Carrie. Nice. Um, Ever had taco soup? I have not. No. What is that? Just meat? Pile of meat in a bowl? With uh, broth on it? Broth. What is your new daily driver? If you don't know, find out. Yeah. Uh, Mercedes E2020, something for you. Forget about that. Thanks for the show. I've enjoyed it for years. Have a great new year. Thank you, Thank John. You. Thank you. Just um, how early in the morning do you have to be up to get that name? Yeah. <laughs> We've been going for an hour now. Um, yeah. We could go to questions that were on the, um, the subreddit. Yeah. Let's see. Identify bots. Oh, whoops. Uh, let's see. Do, 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 do. See, this is like I'm the opposite of efficient. Mm -hmm. Why are all the new cars terrible? Sheets and Wawa have nothing on Buckeens, Buckeers, Buckeens, something. Yeah. 
Um, got a Maserati by Turbo for you. Uh, something else. There's a World Horse Expo in PA. I don't like horses. Yeah. Um, are you guys going to make regular cigar reviews? No. Occasionally, if I'm with my friend Matt, the same guy who got us this... Uh, there we go. The same guy who got us the uh, the whiskey or my friend Land, I maybe won't have a cigar. But the thing about cigars is that you just taste them for the rest of the day. So I really don't have an opinion yeah. on cigars. Um, it's better than lighting a $5 bill on fire and watching it burn. So um, that's because that's pretty much what you're doing. So from the uh, subreddit, you've mentioned Bare Naked Ladies a few times. Ryan, what is your favorite Bare Naked Ladies album? Stunt. And have you listened to anything they've done since Stephen Page left? No, I haven't. Yeah. I haven't listened to anything he made past uh, when Stephen Page left. You know, there's that weirdly ominous song uh, where they uh, did Thanks, That Was Fun. Mm. Don't Forget, No Regrets, which was probably about a was probably a breakup song. But the way it's filmed, it's like you maybe on some level they knew that steven was just getting tired of doing this yeah i mean and if you think about it like they've made their money like you probably you kind of don't have to yeah anymore um it, it, they've been doing it for th almost 30 years or something like that yeah it's insane yeah. and what's funny is like their peak was 20 years ago right which is kind of crazy that you hit your peak but you keep going for like yeah. the next and i mean some people would love to be lucky enough to kind of build a career that sustains you for that long mm -hmm. um but it's very much uh i don't know like stun is one of my favorite albums in the 90s full stop never mind bare naked ladies yeah so it's kind of you know eh. ben says why did toyota echoes last for two hundred fifty thousand miles there's nothing to break it's a simple engine. What's the best way to keep a com what's the best way to keep a component of the car from not breaking? Don't include it. Um I had one, I miss it. Maybe someday I'll buy one to just have it to have another thing. It's not a great car. I mean Imagine if the Mitsubishi Mirage had a little bit more power, revved a lot better and was way better made. I mean, the interior was kind of falling apart a little bit, but gosh, that engine was a dream. Um, they had a lot of metal gaskets in there that didn't leak. Uh, they they kept a lot of as much mechanical components as they could, mechanical throttle, um, stuff that could be repaired really easily. If I would buy another car, it would be something new enough um because occasionally it wasn't in the chat but people said oh you sold the mr2 what are you gonna buy next and the answer is nothing um i don't really need three cars because uh, <laughs> i'm all i'm always taking them to the garage i'm like well one needs an oil change i'll do the oil change yourself dude the amount of time i it's not worth my time to change my own oil i yeah. know how to do it but i can take it to moyers and go right or, or do something else. The only honestly. way having oh sorry, uh, the only way having that many cars makes sense is if you have that fu Conor McGregor money. Yeah, where you're just like yeah. Um, I almost wish like I could have just had a guy to go take them to the garage for me. Yeah, because now I gotta go. I gotta call somebody. I gotta bring it back. I ask my parents for a ride, or um, I found out I can use Lyft, even though my iPhone 5 isn't hooked up. Huh. As long as I just stay in a place 
where I'm connected to Wi-Fi, it works. I used it mm -hmm. once at the Dunkin' Donuts in Hamburg when I dropped off the MR2. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, crap, how am I getting back? Yeah. Downloaded Lyft. Uh, just connected it to PayPal. Press request Lyft. Yeah. And someone came. Came from Kutztown. No. Very nice. Right? To, mean, uh, to Hamburg to drive me back home. Oh, well, that's nice. I she, mean, well, it is their job, but, yeah. you know. Which made me think around here, there, whole, there aren't a whole lot of Lyft drivers. I'm not doing much. Um, my Subaru is an 04, which is at the limit. The very last year of what um, you're allowed to have in PA as a car. Yeah. So I ordered a SIM card from Turo. Hopefully I can activate that iPhone 5 that could use. And that could be something to... Someone says Uber is better. I won't use Uber on principle. Um, I... I mean, if we have to use it, we have to use it. I used Uber on New Year's. They were in the middle of surge pricing, so the ride to get home, which is a 17-minute drive, was $54. Ouch. So it was kind of... But, I mean, like, what am I going to do? Not get back to yeah. Allison's house? And it's like, you know, that and it's just... What I like that the driver, you know, he was really chill about everything. Mm -hmm. You know, I've never had a bad experience with it. Um, like, I don't know. Uh, I wish I wish I was strong enough to stand on ceremony with principles, mm -hmm. but I'm, I'm just not. <laughs> uh, well, when push comes to shove. But my friend Tom said that, look, most Lyft drivers are also Uber drivers. Yeah. Uber drivers. Um, so, anyway, um, if last year, 2017, a few days ago, on Lyft's website, uh, you could drive in PA with a car from 04. Hmm. Whether they upped all the numbers as the year went on, hmm. and so now I'd have to have an 05, then I couldn't drive for Lyft. Yeah. So... Um, would I want to buy a car just to have something else to do? Yeah, because that's why I would drive for Lyft, not to make money. Just um, people. Yeah, because I've been doing it for free in the Falcon, <laughs> just picking up people at the at on on the trail. Uh, hey RCR, what are your thoughts on fake engine noises that we haven't talked about in yeah. in the thing? We yeah. already talked about that in the. The uh, Volkswagen GTI review. Um, this question from the uh, subreddit is, are you all familiar with any of Pennsylvania's heritage railroads, East Broadtop, Strasburg Railroad, etc.? Um, funnily enough, I took my niece and nephews to Strasburg Railroad back in September because they were doing a Thomas the Tank Engine thing mm -hmm. where they have like the actual, you know, thing there. And... Um, I got recognized by one of the conductors and so Whoa. he upgraded like all of us to like the front, you know, box. What did he say? Car. What did he say? It was, it was just kind of like, are you, oh wait, I, I, are you Roman from regular? I'm like, yeah, he was really cool about it. Yeah. And I'm friends with him now on Facebook and a guy uh. named Alex, Adam, Alex, Alex, Alex. Yeah. Uh, nice guy. And he's, um, he was really cool about everything. Uh, I generally find like when people recognize me they just immediately want to get out of my hair um ah. which i is really nice because, <laughs> like i don't mind talking you know people but i think we're lucky in that we kind of have a respectful 
fan base in mm-hmm. that they're they kind of have some of the same anxieties that I would have yeah. of like oh no I'm imposing oh no yeah. they're they're you know it's gonna be yeah it's like the countdown clock before they tell me to fuck off you know that yeah. type of thing so yeah I get what you mean so many other YouTubers play a character of themselves yeah and are so deeply they're drowning in their own hype and their own brand that they can't turn it off anymore. Like that Roger Paul or Aaron Paul, the guy who made that cemetery suicide thing. Oh, Logan Paul. Yeah. Mm. And when you get deep into yourself and, and for, I don't know. That guy sucks. (laughs) Forklift drivers say it's when you think your shit doesn't stink. (laughs) Much love to forklift drivers. You're making a great living and we all need you. I just pick something that yeah, like like a job that is so specific and so um that has never got the recognition of how labor intensive it is that when you work it, you have no time to sugarcoat anything with colleagues. Yeah. So I just pictured a forklift driver saying, well, he thinks his shit doesn't stink. So that's why he did that. What's what's the secret to turning a car on when it's as cold as this? I don't know. Prayer? (laughs) uh. What do you mean? I mean, the secret is to have enough coolant. Yeah. (laughs) It has to have at least 50-50 in there. You know, water to glycol. Mm. Uh, Don't fill your car with water. I know that's amateur hour, but fill your car with water fill the fill the radio with water um justin kramer posted on facebook and said well i had my first car come in that was frozen because <laughs> somebody topped off their oh i need more coolant and, and they put water the reason that coolant in there is that it's supposed to keep your it's supposed to keep the liquid from freezing yeah like why would you ever do that oh be, because back in the day you know oh it's too cold they don't we just fill the cars with water it works just as well yeah in the summer you and even then you're not supposed to be doing that yeah um because it lowers the boiling point or boiling temperature i was gonna be talking about something else i forget oh yeah i got recognized at the yingling brewery um taking a tour with matt walsh same guy whiskey guy and uh this guy came up in the tasting room which is now in the uh, ice cream place that they opened across the street and um guy came up to me and says excuse me are you mr regular and i said yes i kind of like being recognized because i go extra deep on the voice yes i am nice to meet you how are you doing (laughs) it's that like oh i just wanted to say how much i liked it and and then i'll hang around for a little bit like hey someone else i can talk to who's also weird awesome yeah so matt and i talked for a little bit um and then was that no, would you guys come to West Virginia to review a car? If our plans, you know, I, I can't answer that. Yeah. Do you think is Toyota's returning to its enthusiast days with the new Corolla? Uh, Unless there's a turbo on it, I don't know. I really uh, don't think. I mean, you can find a way to lighten the car up, give it a five or six speed manual, and and let it rev out. That's really all Toyota ever did. Yeah. It's just made little high revving engines that that uh, um, uh, love to be beat on. Hmm. 
Uh, this person asks, you frequently say that your first draft of any paper is crap, so do you think assessments such as the SAT and AP exams put students at an unfair advantage of a timed first draft to assess their writing skills? Yes. I mean, it's kind of the problem with education today in general in that we you're teaching to a test. Yeah. And they don't really care that you learn anything. They just care that you retain shit. And that's always been my problem with, you know, even when I was tutoring and doing like a writing like class at the Reading School District and sort of explaining like this is what writing is. And, and you know, it was mostly like ESL. So you're you have to teach like the most basic foundation of what writing a paper is like the whole intro paragraph, three, three paragraphs of body and then a conclusion, which basically restates, you know in conclusion and you know i'm prepare i'm trying to prepare these kids for college at some point realizing that if they go there they're going to have to do this whole paper thing and expand it you know just exponentially because even if they're going to like rack you know you still have like a shitload of papers to write and that's and for some people like writing just doesn't come naturally the same way math doesn't come naturally to me exactly and i don't know how to like give that to people um the only thing that i can say is like read good writing and the more good writing you read the better you'll get at it but the problem is that good writing doesn't always adhere to a format you know like uh like a cormac mccarthy novel amazing wonderfully vivid and detailed writing but he doesn't use punctuation like <laughs> it's like just neither does joyce yeah and that's great writing too and but it's great writing in a different way in that it's almost impenetrable in a certain you know manner of speaking but um what do you think of the new star trek how many times do you have to wreck the enterprise <laughs> i don't know like I have every never every, every new Star Trek, the Enterprise is gonna wreck again. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's just I don't know. And now apparently Quentin Tarantino is making a Star Trek movie. Why not? Which I mean, yeah, it's just, why the fuck not? But he's not writing it; he's just directing it. I would rather he wrote it and not directed yes. it. Yes. Just because I want to see what like a Quentin Tarantino Star Trek <laughs> script is like. Um, you know, you gotta have the trunk shot. The yeah. Blur. Yeah. Well, you know, why are you giving it why why do you gotta rub a Romulan's feet, man? Why is his wife <laughs> how are you gonna, you know, give give her a foot massage? I don't know. I don't tickle or nothing. Yeah. Just you know, it's I don't know. I would love a Deep Space Nine movie. Because mm -hmm. I'm I still watch Deep Space Nine. That that that's my thing right there. I literally have watched no other Star Trek series but Deep Space Nine. Huh. Um but yeah. I am on acid right now. Very nice. No, you're not. <laughs> I mean, I would think if you were on acid, you'd be, like, too strung out to say as much. But then again, I've never been on acid, so I have no idea what For it's For people like. who are listening on this podcast, I have a glass full of ice and was once frozen strawberries. And this thing used to be filled with uh, water. This is how I drink fruit juice now. I buy frozen fruit because it's like $2. Yeah. I drop a few into a glass with uh, 
ice cubes and then I just fill it with water and I can get like three glasses out of this is such miserly crap I can get three glasses of fruit juice for the price of like 18 cents worth of fruit it's amazing and probably way better because you're not drinking sugar so yeah well I mean you're on that double tree game of like you walk in and yes. have the yes. uh, yeah that's that it's, it's just a double tree lobby water yeah it's just uh very you know there's nothing wrong with that. And then once you're, like, done with it, you get, like, a treat at the end of it. You get a treat at the, the end of the it. The fruit is, like, softened now. Yeah, and, you know. You're getting your serving in. Um, which I should probably start doing that now. Mr. That Regular, I... why and how did you come up with the put me in couch? I'm ready to play. Well, I didn't do the last part. That's just me uh, saying uh, a line from... Oh, put me in, coach. I'm ready to play today. Look at me. I can be center field. What's that freaking song? I don't know. It's 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 the one guy from uh, Creedence Clearwater after they lost all the rights to the songs, right? All I John know is that Fogarty is it John Fogarty? Oh, there goes an ice cube. I do remember that you sang like back in the high life again. Yeah, but <laughs> Steve Winwood. <laughs> yeah. Oh, John Fogarty. There we go. John Fogarty. Center field, John Fogarty. Um, it's a good song. Yeah, it's very nice. It's a happy song that's about nothing playing baseball. I can't play baseball, but I like the idea of it. Yeah, no, I can't play baseball to save my life either. Uh, but then again, like, I can't do anything athletic. Uh, and I'm trying to change that. Like, I joined a gym uh, for no reason other than that. Like, I, met, I ran into a friend at the bar. She had a free week card and she gave it to me and okay. so i went um liked it decided to sign up mm -hmm. and that was it but i was pretty sure i was gonna die by the end of it mm. um just because i'm kind of it's been a while and i it's been a while it's been a while since i fucked the fuck the fuck the fuck the fuck the fuck the fuck it's been a while I can still remember just the way you taste. <laughs> it's just, I, I, oh God, whatever happened. Daddy's got a band. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't know. There's so much just random music from like the last, what, like 20 years that I'm wondering, like, how was any of that popular? Yeah. Um, because that was a hit song. That was, was just kind of, you know. But then again, I look at like what we allow to be hits now, and it's. Just What's the worst classic muscle car? You're gonna think this is sacrilege, but it is a Mustang, eh, and I, it's and it's the Mach One. I eh. sat in one of those things with like 1971 Mach One, maybe 1970 or maybe 68. Man, that was that was a that car was a vision of the non-visibility future couldn't see out the back of that <laughs> i mean it had the dimensions of a jeep wrangler in that the drive you're closer to the rear wheels than you are to the front wheels on this thing that was the car that um uh uh iacocca talked about as one of the reasons why they made the mustang 2 and made the mustang smaller again like mm. the bad mustang um like the red-headed stepchild of the mustang line. yeah I mean, but I the Mustang had gotten so huge. Yeah. By the end of it, it stopped being what it was. Yeah. I love Mustangs, but I'm under no delusion that they're kind of like 
the be all end all of muscle cars mm-hmm. that I they just they have character and that's mm-hmm. what I kind of like about them. Mm-hmm. Well, we've been at this for almost an hour and a half, so we're gonna wrap this up. We yep. did questions from the Reddit. Uh, thank you so much to everybody from Patreon who allows us to do this and allows us to travel. Uh, New Zealand in three weeks. We'll probably be doing like two more of these things. And uh, maybe we'll try to get some sort of podcast going on in New Zealand. I heard the internet isn't that fa- isn't that great down there. Who knows? Who knows? Um, but uh, definitely journals coming. And uh, journals from New Zealand is going to be very good. Um, yeah. So All until right. next week. Until next week, I'm Nick. I'm Brian. Have a good week. You too. Stop streaming!